welcome. You're listening to the podcast of First Church in Vacaville, California, Pastor Timothy Wisnett. We are so glad and honored that you would join us today, and we pray that this message you're listening to is a blessing to your day. We want to invite you to visit us online at firstchurch.app to get connected with us and learn about our service times. We hope to see you at a service or a special event sometime soon. Jeremiah chapter 1, it's 311 if you need a dose of medicine. And I'll try not to hold you long, treat you like Elizabeth Taylor's last eight husbands. (laughs) Jeremiah chapter 1, verse 11, Moreover the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, Jeremiah, what seest thou? And I said, I see a rod of an almond tree. Then said the Lord unto me, Thou hast well seen, for I will hasten my word to perform it. What do you see, Jeremiah? I, I, I see a the bud of an almond tree. The Lord said, I'll hasten my I want to preach for just a few moments. What you see matters. What you see matters. Father, I thank you for yet another time. Privilege to be able to stand at this sacred desk. I ask, Lord, that you touch this church today in a special way on this special day. Lord, a people came together with a mind to work. And Lord, you have blessed them. You have anointed them. Now God, today I pray that you would do something supernatural in this house today. And we'll give you praise for it. I wish somebody would love him right now. Praise God. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. The Lord bless you. You may be seated. Not only 15 years ago did a people decide to have a church, but my understanding that this church was one of the first churches that was bought and owned in this district of the Bay Area. And to say that you've done that, bought that, paid for that, is quite an accomplishment. And um, I've learned that when those things happen, that God is looking at you. Now, God's not running around with a ball bat waiting to knock your head off. Some people think that, but that's not true. God judges us all individually, but he looks at us with mercy and grace. That's what he wants to do. There'll be a day of judgment for all of us, but my Bible tells me about the vision of God. And the Bible said the eyes 
of the Lord. They go to and fro. And he's looking for someone to make himself powerful in. Oh, hallelujah. Now, I, I, I'm just, I'm, I'm a country boy from East Texas, and I'm sorry. And this first time I come to California, and, and uh, you know, I don't guess we'll see no swimming pools and movie stars and all that this time. <laughs> Heard about them. But uh, anyway, but I've learned this much. You folks are no different than folks in Texas. You want to live for God. And you want God to be pleased with you. And it doesn't matter where you live. If you've got a mind to worship God and get the attention of God. And when you start getting the attention of God, David stepped out one day and he, oh, he had all the royalty and everything and he began to worship God and praise God. And his wife said, hey, you're making an idiot out of yourself. He said, if you think that's something, watch this. Because the Lord is looking. And how you look at things matters. How you see something matters. When people got together to build this church or to start this church, if you had such a critical, finite spirit that it can't never be done, more than likely it wouldn't have been done. When it came time to possibly buy this building that you own, that you're in, if people would have said, well, we really can't afford it, more than likely you wouldn't have got it, and there may have been some thought that. But you know what? You've got to step out by faith and you've got to speak things in the Holy Ghost. Oh, you hear me today. The Word of God is so powerful. Heaven and earth going to pass away, but not one jot or tittle of that book is forever settled. I said it's forever settled. There's coming a day the sun and the moon uh, is going to turn to dripping blood. And the stars, uh, amen, of heaven, uh, and the clouds are going to roll up like a scroll. Uh, and God's going to come back and get the church. Uh, but you hear me, that word of God is settled. Uh, and what has been written in it uh, and what's been preached out of it is going to stand. How you look at it. One time they had been in bondage long enough. Why don't y'all go over there and spy out the land? They came back. That first bunch said, no, man, we, we're like grasshoppers in their sight. They said, The enemy didn't say They said that's how they saw themselves. But it was three or four said, hey, we can take them jokers. I mean, we can take them out just like that. Hallelujah. 
But the other bunch, they couldn't see themselves blessed. They couldn't see past just a living room. They couldn't see past, well, we've got this building. Let's don't get another building. They couldn't see past just an offering plate. But let's go to this country and this country and this country. And I'd be amiss to not give honor to Brother Price and, and his years of service and all that he's done. And because of him and this country, the eyes of the Lord, they're moving over there and he's blessing here and he's blessing here and he's blessing there, but his eyes can't be here without being over here. Because the Bible said the Lord looks and he sees and God's so much about the harvest that one waters and one sows, one plants it. So the eyes of the Lord are going. We get so carried away in the mundane of 2023. I've got to work a job and I've got to pay a bill and I've got to do this and, and you know the government said this and, and this said that and, and the Congress said this and the Senate said that. I'm going to tell you something. There's a higher voice than the government of the United States. I'm glad to live in the United States of America and I, I, that flag, I love it, and I love our country, and I love our liberties, but you hear me today. We've got a God, and his name is Jesus. And he'll take care of the church. He's already said. Everybody's so worried, my God, we're in the last days. Well, the Bible been telling me, they've been preaching it for, since I was a kid, I'm 60, that the end of time's coming. It's got here. It's here upon us. Amen, but you hear me, the good part about it. Well, what about tribulation? I don't know, I'm not gonna be here. If you believe in it, you let me know how it turned out when you get there. I'm interested in translation. I'm not worried about the Antichrist. I'm in love with Jesus Christ. And Jesus gave me a promise after Acts 1 and 8, uh, and he said that ye shall receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you. He went on to say, I want you to understand something. Uh, amen. But in the last days saith God, I'm going to pour out my spirit. I want you to understand there is a revival of harvest coming, uh, amen, to First Church, uh, to the Bay Area, amen, to this district, uh, amen, like you have never known before. It shall be a harvest uh, of souls. It shall be a harvest uh, of the blind seeing uh, and the lame walking. Uh, oh, yes, uh, and the deaf hearing and the dumb speaking. What do you see? Had a man call me one time. And uh, he said, I want you to come preach for me. I said, all right. He said, we need apostolic 
ministry out here. So me and my wife flew to Indiana and got there and checked in the motel. I'd already had two calls during the night. The Lord's with you. Okay. I thought he was, but oh Lord, it must really going to be bad. I'd have been warned twice or reminded twice. Brother, that morning I got up and preached. I preached everything I knew forward and backwards. Wow. So Sunday night come, bless God. I mean, I preached it again. I used all the good parts, all the punch. Finally, just right at the end of the message, Holy Ghost. I could see things they wasn't seeing. And I said, I'm going to tell you something. I said, before this week is over, God is going to show himself powerful. And you're going to see what apostolic ministry is about. They didn't even do that much. I went in. My wife, we went through, I mean, I preached with. Pastor, honest to God, came in, got in his chair, sat down behind us, leaned back, and he said, it's bad, ain't it? <laughs> I said, well, it's challenging. We hadn't sat there five minutes. And his boy come busting through the door. And he said, Daddy, he said, Brother Sonny has fell out in the back of the church and he's dead. We got up and we went in there and there's a couple of nurses in the church and they were working with I mean, he, he's great. I mean, he, he's not moving. He's not breathing. And they all look. I can't do nothing. I just knelt. And I said, Lord, according to your word, I speak life. Yea, I say I speak life back into his body. What seemed like an eternity, finally he just went... <gasps> They'd already called an ambulance, say... They picked him up. He, he was a heart patient already. They took him to the hospital. We went and ate. And I'll tell you, when I got there Monday night, they had chairs out in the aisle and all across the back and the building was completely full. The church had been going on about five minutes. And Brother Sonny come walking through the back door. One of the minister, he walked up on the platform. The pastor looked at him and said, I, I, I didn't think they could let you out, was going to let you out of the hospital. He said, they didn't. I just took all that stuff off because I told him I wasn't going to miss what God was fixing to do. I, I just want to pester your spirit for a minute if I could. You need to get to the place you're looking at yourself the wrong way. You need to look at yourself as a child of God. You need to look at yourself blessed. I'm not preaching the power of positive thinking. I'm preaching the power of a mighty God whose name is Jesus. 
Jeremiah, what do you see? Well, Lord, I, I see the bud of an almond tree. Well, I don't think that's what he saw. But what the Word of God said. Jeremiah, what, what is it? What do you see? Moreover, the Word of the Lord came unto me, saying, Jeremiah, what seest thou? He said, I see a rod of an almond tree. I don't know. He may have been from California. He just liked olive trees. I don't know. I never seen an olive tree till today. But notice what the Lord said. Then said the Lord unto me, Thou hast seen well. He didn't say that's what you saw. Thou hast seen well. Because the next part of the verse, I will hasten my word to perform. You got to see it. And if you'll see it and speak it, God will hasten. If you don't speak the word of God, it ain't going to happen. But when you speak the word of God, oh, hallelujah. Well, I, I just don't know. Let, well, let, let, let me. Can, can, it's three twenty-eight. Amen. If you need some medicine, Amen. Can I, let me let, let me look look let you look at it this way. The Bible said Jesus, uh, Amen, was he 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 was going on his journeys and and he said, you know what? We we've got to go through to Zebulun. Lord, we can't go over there. That's not on the itinerary, right? No, we got to go down there. Lord, it's not on our journey. No, that's where we're going. Why are we going down there? Because Osias the prophet said I was coming. Read that scripture. And when you read that scripture, I don't find where he done a miracle. I don't find where he done a healing. I don't find where he done nothing. So when you do see something, you need to speak by faith what you need God to do. But the mighty God made the statement, I've got to go because the size said I'm coming. Oh, I don't care what's going on in your world. Amen. But you need to stand up and you need to look and see the blessings of God that are upon you. At the other campus today, I felt the spirit of the Lord. I told them to rub on them walls, amen, around there, amen, that God give them that building. Amen, you hear me today. I feel y'all, I know y'all going to a building. Amen, you're gonna rent a building, but I don't believe it's the will of God for you to rent a building. Amen, start looking, man of God. I believe God is gonna do the miraculous, amen, for this campus, amen, and the other campus, and he's gonna give you a Amen. Ownership. You're not going to have to ask to paint a wall or tear a wall down. It's the will of God. It's the year of harvest. 
Sit down. What do you see? Well, I, I, I see the bud of an almond tree. Well, hmm. well, you said, well, so I'll just hasten my word to make it happen. I, I was preaching in Ponatonk, Mississippi. I'd been up in Kingsport, Tennessee. Came back through Brother uh, Benny Randolph, pastor's there in, in Ponatonk. He called and said, man, he said, Story, come by and preach for me on Wednesday night. On your way back through us, all right. So I, we went by there. And I, I, these, are, these are homeless. Has a suit draped across the chair, tie, shirt, pants. Has a pair of shoes with socks in it. I mean, I'm smart enough, I figure I knew what it meant. But I'm inquisitive enough to ask because it wasn't my vision. It was hers. I said, what is that? She said, my husband said he had never darkened the doors of this church. And said, I bought that. And I worship God every service. And I looked at that, and they looked at me like, bless her, Lord. I grabbed that, took her up. I Pentecostal palmed him. I shook him and prayed for him. His britches fell off. His coat fell off. His shirt fell off. He was in one big heap. I stepped on top of him and danced a little bit. I was back through there about two months later and the man was in the suit full of the Holy Ghost. What do you see? Do you just see the confounds of this building? Do you just see the four walls of this house? Or do you see outside the door? Amen, I don't look at a little building. I don't even look at the next building. But outside this city are backsliders and sinners. Amen, they're gonna come from the north, the south, the east, and the west. It's time for us to preach revival. Amen, and let men and women know they need the power of the Holy Ghost. It's time for people to know that God can bring them out of darkness into this marvelous light. It's time to speak to those that are addicted. Amen. In the hell by the bondages of sin and hell. Amen. We need to get it out. We need to get it out of the church and get I don't see my foreign no more. I see the blessings of God. I see wheelchairs coming in and people getting out of them. I see crutches laying in the corners. I see back braces laying on the floor. What you see matters. And I told Brother Sammy Draper in Tyler, Texas, if you'll be the blessing, I said, if you'll drive, go down the loop and turn out on Highway 14 and go 3.2 miles. 
And he went out there. There's a for sale sign. He called that man. He said, I was looking for a piece of property. You got out here. Told him what he wanted to do. He said, that won't work for you. He said, but if you'll come go with me to the other side of the city, I'll show you something that will. I've got a, a big plat of it. It's got Lee Stone King Drive, J.J. Bourne Drive, George Guy Drive, J.P. Story Drive. And at that particular point in his life, the blessings of God rained down on him because he is willing to take the word of the man of God. I was preaching for Brother Tom Foster in Dallas, Texas. Went up there to preach one night for him. My wife come in. I had two other suits. She said, what are you taking all that for? I said, I'm going to preach so good he wants me to stay two more nights. <laughs> Holy Ghost fell. Stayed eight weeks. Had, I, 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 th I think 38 get the Holy Ghost. But I remember one, one night, I turned around to a brother on the platform. I said, what do you need from God? I need a house. Did you got it picked out? Yeah, I do. Know right where it is. I said, you get a bottle of oil. You go pour it around that house. God will give it to you. He said, well, we're going to make bids on it. So you go do it. He went and done it. There's four men so waiting for him in the foyer that weekend. I didn't get there till Mondays. Did you get your house? No, somebody else got to be it. He said, see there, that preacher, he missed it. Know what he said? No, he didn't. That's my house. God gave me that house. That week, they called him. Said, is your bid still good? He said, oh, yeah, that's my house. I'm going to tell you what. You better be careful who you let get in your ear and talk you out of your blessing and talk you out of your vision. I see myself blessed of God. In Texas, this is the part where we're supposed to say, is this okay? Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I, 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 I can tell you about preaching. I, I was preaching in Arcadia, Louisiana. And old brother Joe Wayne sitting there. And, and brother Joe Wayne was a big boy. He, he, he like me. He, he, he looked bigger than me. He weighed about 300, 350. I mean, he burned diesel. Big, big boy. And I walked up to him. I said, what do you need from God? I need a car. See yourself driving it? He burned rubber on every corner and come back in, slid. Shouted and danced all over the building. You see yourself walking or driving? Come on. 
pastor called me that afternoon, Sunday afternoon. He said, my, we had church this morning. I said, man, that sounds great. He said, at the end of church, said a man walked in the back of the building, stood there with his arms folded. He said, I walked back to him. I said, you need something? He said, it's the strangest deal. He said, I've drove by this church for years. And he said, something got a hold of me. And I went back to the house. And I got someone to help me. And he said, I brought a car up here. Never been in the church before. He said, you see that big guy up there? Doing all that stuff? Yeah. I'm supposed to give him that car. He said, here's the title. He was willing to see himself driving rather than hitchhiking. I just come to tell you, Jeremiah, what do you see? I serve a God that's willing to step out with you. Just how do you see yourself? What, what do you see? So I'm going to tell you what. Jesus sees more about you than what you give yourself credit for. Because I'm going to tell you something. There's a day that book, you know that book, you know what I'm preaching, you know the things I'm preaching, you believe the things I'm preaching, the hand of God on you greatly. But there was a day that life whooped you good, pushed you off in a corner. But I'm here to tell you, Jesus said, I know the steps you take. I know where you've been, and I know where you are. And he said, I still have a work for you to do. It's just how do, you, how, how do we see ourselves? Blessed of the Almighty God. Oh, come on, love him, love him, love him, love him, love him, love him. Love him. I want everybody to praise him. I need about a 30-second praise break. Come on, praise him. Sis, when I came by, I don't know. It's like I saw a doctor for a surgery situation. It's like he's fixing to do a miracle in your body. There's, there's something that's been tormenting your mind, even in the back. But God said, I've taken care of it. Let it burn. The fire of the Holy Ghost burn now. Hallelujah. It's time to see a revival. It's time to speak a revival. It's time to worship a revival. It's time to praise God for a revival. What you see matters.
And what you see needs to be spoken to the mighty God of heaven. Ask and ye shall receive. Seek and ye shall find. Knock and it shall be opened. The musicians are coming. The musicians are coming. I'm preaching to a church today. How do you see yourself? Drummer, come here. You play them drums good and you look good. But I feel like you're stretched. The devil's warring for you, son. And it's time for you to cut it. Because the hand of God, the blessings of God are following you. And I'm going to tell you something. That revival I preached in Pascagoula, Mississippi, I mentioned this morning. There was, there was a young man about that tall. He was probably eight years old at that time. Playing the drums. Every night, playing the drums. His dad was on the organ. The Spirit of the Lord hit me. He said, you tell him. I got this little seven-eight-year-old boy. So the hand of God's on you and he's going to use you with your music abilities and you're going to preach this gospel and you're going to stand before thousands and that young man that little boy his name's James Wilson I don't know what all God's got for you son but I'm telling you God's got his hand on you and his calling is on you and you've wrestled with it. And I want you to know God said he's made his mind up. He's just waiting on you. Throw your hands to heaven and just walk into. <laughs> How do you see yourself? I see myself walking in the Holy Ghost. <laughs> I'm telling you the year of harvest is upon you revival is in your midst apostolic power is your visitor If you need a miracle, come. If you need healing, come. If you need a touch of heaven, come. If nothing more, just come with your hands lifted to heaven and say, God, I see my family blessed. God, I see the church blessed. God, I see revival.
Thanks again for joining us for this podcast. It's such an honor that we could have you, and we pray you were blessed by the word today. We want to stay connected with you, and so give us a follow on our social media pages on Facebook or Instagram. You can find all of those on our website at firstchurch.app. You can also stay connected with us through that uh, website, and you can download it as an app on your phone from there. And so until the next time, we pray you're blessed. Have a great week in Jesus' name.